This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis-esque delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only by app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Hello and welcome to another edition of This Week in ITFC History. My name is David Diamond. I'll be here each and every week alongside Madam Millin Spreadsheet, author of RichestownStats.com, top ITFC historian. It is none other than the Renegade Statman. Easy, mate. Easy stat. I'm Easy, mate. Struggling after... Christmas excess. Yeah. Yeah. Over, overindulged. I've, I've eaten too much, I think. Eating your body weight in mince pies. Oh, We'll be looking back at the names, the games, the wins, the draws and the losses that occurred this week in ITFC history. Stat, before you, because you are, you look like you might be bloody nodding off, mate. You had so much Christmas cheer and bloody turkey and what have you. So, well, I mean, let's get straight to it. Where are we going first? Can I have another glass of Baileys? <laughs> I, I, I fear over Pass the last few days. Wine. Cause, is it acceptable, because Mrs. Statman says it isn't, is it acceptable to, instead of have milk, substitute milk for Baileys in my, with my Weetabix? Yeah, that's not acceptable, just, surely. No? I'm Unless, just, it's got a taste for it now, it's Christmas. It, what, what, what did old thing me say on Uncle Bryn on Gavin and Stacey? Mint Baileys, whatever they will they think of next. That is sacrilege. It's got to be, it's got to be just your original Baileys. Just when I'll you think, a, don't go Well, I'll have a small it. one after, so... Um, and then I'll have a drink. Hey. Yay! Um, so here we are, 27th of December. Yep. Two turns the page. Second of January. Cool. We Take welcome the in the year. new year. We so do. let me be the first to say to you, Dave, Happy New Year, mate. Happy New Year to you now, too, Stan. You like a little bit of a weather check. I do. So I'm going to tell you that the weather between the 27th of December and the 2nd of January is so hot, mainly because around, it's usually about, I don't know, the 31st of December, you'll see lots of men just going out with the, their, just a shirt on, maybe a couple of buttons untied. Uh, the ladies will be in quite short dresses and stuff like that, so the weather must be really hot. You will see them, particularly out on the evening of the, the 31st of December. Oh, you certainly will. There'll be, there'll, there's no coats or scarves or anything, and um, 
Vodka revs. <laughs> That's five pound. You owe me vodka revs. Vodka revs. So what we are? Twenty seventh December, second of January. Last week, remember we had the the Christmas week, and mm-hmm. you know we mentioned Noel Hunt. Well, no, we mentioned the fact that nobody had a birthday on the twenty fifth of December. We did. Um, so we're now oh, edging Jesus towards the did, end of the. Technically, yeah, he did. Mm. Well, go on yeah, then. Anyway, that was on. his birthday. Um, I don't know who was born on the twenty ninth of December. Let me have a look at my biblical birthday list, and I think I think it might have been Moses. Okay, yeah, cool. Go yeah, on. It, was, it was quite difficult because it was close to the end of the year and stuff. But yeah, let's focus <laughs> on this. This is a season. We've, we've been there a few times this season. Um, it's very easy or it's very hard not to bring a game in every week from this season. So I've kind of picked and picked and cho- chose some of them. Um, this one stands out. So it's a, it's a Saturday, mm-hmm. 29th of December, mm-hmm. 2001. Mm-hmm. And we're at home to Peter Reed's Sunderland. Mm. God, jeez, yeah. We, I mean, yeah, outstanding game, outstanding game. In the middle of that, obviously, that great run where we'd been absolutely awful. Um, <clears throat> I think we'd won at Spurs, hadn't we, just yeah. before Christmas, and we must have won over. But did we beat Leicester? Leicester, Boxing yeah, Day? yeah. This was a, and and then obviously we were then playing playing Sunderland on the, the this third day, um, third game. So they started with the strike force of. Um, <laughs> Quinn and Phillips. Yeah, you feared the worst, really. Yeah. You feared the worst. They'd Mickey beaten Quinn us. Was a, a great they'd beaten us first game of the season. Or was that the season before? I'm thinking of. Oh, I lost the track. No, they'd beaten us first game of yeah. the season, haven't they? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Phillips penalty, maybe. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was. Yeah, one one nil or something. Yeah. Now, interesting about this game, Serrani was in goal, right? Um, as he was, but after this game, we played uh, Dagenham and Redbridge in the cup. I right. think. He asked to be rested. Yeah, Marshall was in goal, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, and uh, Serrani, after this game, only played one more home game at, at Portman Road. Blimey. Um, yeah. But yeah, great game. Let's get straight into it. 24,517 sure. people turn up, um, and Alan Armstrong opens the scoring in the 15th minute. Uh, there was a low cross came in, and it, as I've put, he fired it in. But as I'm talking and my mind's working, I can't quite picture it in my head, but yeah, he certainly did. And then... Uh, nine minutes later, Thomas Gard. So, and we talked about him. We're certainly going to celebrate his birthday when it comes up. Um, he got a, a Vino's got a corner, mm. float, comes across, and Gard so headers it. Yeah, two nil up. Suddenly, uh, the floodgates are open. One minute later, Armstrong scores again. He's got a header, and then this is where I want to kind of, if you were if you were watching match of the day or stuff from from the olden times, mm. and they they would do the real slow mo. Mm. Now need to do the slow at the, the fourth goal. It was just a thing of beauty, wasn't it? It was scored by Fanidi George. Yeah, but what a goal. Just the move. The move for the goal was something else, wasn't it? Yeah, the move. I mean, I think it was it was some one twos. Holland was yeah. involved, I think. Possibly Armstrong as well. It was just the way and, and, and I think no, George may have been involved George may have been involved initially in the move, I think. It was well, one or two one twos around about the halfway line, and Holland plays this a ridiculously weighted ball into like George's stride. Probably about is he in front of the dugout area? Is yeah, he yes, he takes it, and yeah, and he's probably about. But, but the ball was played well in front of him, so he runs. He's got to run to the ball. He's probably still about thirty yards out. Keeper's advanced. Keeper would have been. Oh, don't really Sorensen. Oh, good shout again! You I tell you what, out yeah, the I bag like, there well, with your keepers not, might not be right, no, no, no. It's a yeah, good yeah, shout. Yeah. I think you're probably right, yeah. Thomas Sorensen. And he just plays this chip, doesn't he, from about thirty yards, as he could at times. He was no doubt Fanidi was talent there was talent there somewhere. Well there was a talent there. 
Um, it's just a ridiculously good goal. It, it was a great goal. Oh, so God, yeah. he, he scored after 31 minutes, and we were we were 4-0 up at half-time. Um, goal scoring in the second half was a bit disappointing. Um, young, well, I don't know if he was that young, but Jamie Clapham. Yeah, he lashed one in, yeah. I seem to remember, eight, yeah, near, near the end. Yeah, yeah, had it, yeah in, in the 86th minute. So we were 5-0 we were up, and that was uh, game 20. Um, we were in 19th place, or as other people would call it, second bottom. And after 20 games, we had 18 points. Now, if you consider that we took nine points from Tottenham, Leicester and, and that Sunderland game in, in succession, yeah, it shows how poor that season was. I mean, I, I want to say, I'm just checking, we haven't covered it. Well, we're, we're not going to cover it. But um, I want to say it was probably the next game that was pivotal, one of the pivotal games of the season when we were, I think, two or three days later when we knocked 2-0 up at, up at Charlton. Charlton, yeah. Mark Mark spent, and, um, and but that was, I think, we, I don't, we won't we won't cover it. But I think it was like the, the first and and fifth minute. I think he scored. We were oh, we, very yeah. early on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we conceded virtually. I think we maybe can. I think we might have conceded one before half time, and then lost three two. That was one of those pivotal games that ultimately we know how that season played we, out because it was our last season there. But. We finished eighteenth in in. The, so we were just one place below the relegation, <sighs> but we we were down. four points. Um, yeah. but behind Sunderland, who who were above us, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, it, this is a, such a standout game, yeah. and just I, I think it. what we need to do here is enjoy it. You know, on its own, just this Sunderland game. Forget about the games that are coming. You know, five nil. You yeah. know, it's just after Christmas. Yeah, Armstrong with a brace. George with one of the greatest goals you're going to see at Portman yeah, Road. Yeah, definitely. Um, see, the stat machine likes that a little bit more. Um, the stat machine's got a bit of bling because it's going out on the thirty first. Yeah, look, it looks um, like he's going downtown. Yeah. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna go for a a, a quick whiz. And now whatever that might make you giggle if you listen to that, we're gonna go for a quick whiz to nineteen ninety. John Lyle, so it's nineteen ninety ninety one. Yeah, and we're in Division Two. Yeah, um, Lenny Lawrence is the manager of Charlton. Um, Alan Kirbishley was playing for Charlton. What's happened to him? Is he <laughs> disappeared off the face? Isn't he? Is he Someone, ever... Sometimes. A... Appears on um, football league show, doesn't he? We did last season, I yeah. think. Now, what I like about the, the notes and and Dave's right, I kind of spend a bit of time putting together a few crib notes, and I put down here can't find a great deal about this game, so we'll keep it short. But I must admit, I I can't, I really can't. I mean, four standout score. Well, go on, stat four well, standout scorers we, we, for us. We took the lead in the sixth minute, Mickey Stockwell. Yeah. Twentieth minute, um, Neil Thompson. Yeah. So we go two 0 up. Charlton then bring it back to 2-2. Yeah. Dazelle then puts us 3-2 up in the 65th minute. Uh, Miltz scores in the 68th minute to put us up 4-2. Absolutely beautiful. Money Kaching is coming in with that great bet. And then uh, Charlton score in the 76th minute to make it 4-3. And then in the 87th minute, they get a penalty. Um, was there a guy called Tommy Caton? Did he play for I keep... Thinking I've seen Tommy Caton did it. It's yeah. a very sad story. Tommy Caton died young, Man City, um, ex Man City player, um, young young England player. Yeah, left Man City. Think went directly to Charlton, maybe by yeah. Arsenal. Not sure. Might so have did got he that play wrong. for for City in the cup final against Tottenham? Or no, I think that was a bit. He was a bit younger yeah. than that. But yeah, the the thing that the reason I want to mention this game, you know, four four. First of all, doesn't happen very often. Mm. Secondly. All eight different goal scorers. Incredible. Yeah, that um, often, does it? Do you remember what was number one that day? I do, because I make... I, I, I one of your favourites, isn't it? Sales. It's Cliff, isn't it? Yeah. It's Cliff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Not Mistletown Wine, though, the other one. Yeah, Saviour's Day. Yeah, 
yeah. and didn't he do that other? What oh. was that song that he did, which was like the words of the Lord's Prayer to the beat of um, "Pump Up the Jam" or something like that, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't "Pump Up the Jam." Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, oh, yeah, "Old Lang Syne," wasn't it? He... Yes, it was "Old yeah. Lang Syne." Yeah, or did yeah, he, he did. do the words of "Old Lang Syne" to the? Tune, not that Lord's Prayer. Has no, he did. Tune, he, I'm but... sure he did the Lord's Prayer to the tune of Old Lang Syne. Yeah, definitely. Good shouts, Dan. Well, there you go. Cool. So now we're going to go back, and you're going to love this era. Um, Bobby Robson's in charge. Mm. Uh, it's 1978, 30th of December, mm. 1978. It's mm. a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Danny Blancheflower um, is the manager of Chelsea. Yeah. Now, somebody once told me that if you say if you want to speak in a Northern Irish accent, you just have to say Danny Blancheflower. Danny Blancheflower. See? Danny Blanchflower. Yeah. Danny Blanche, yeah, it's there, isn't it? You got it all right. Yeah, man, so I'm right there. Clearly what they said was right. Anyway, the thing I remember about this game, um, so we were playing Chelsea, and Chelsea were wearing a yellow and green kit. They were. I was at this game, Stat. I was at this game. They were in yellow, green. Yeah, it was very, very Norwich-like, yeah. worryingly. Yeah, I don't quite know. I don't know if that ever surfaced again. I can't ever have seen Chelsea. I remember seeing Chelsea... Uh, Play well, they've only been De- on team match of the random match of the days back then. Definitely w- have worn yellow since then, haven't they? Worn yellow, but not. Oh, yeah, I can't remember green wearing now. green though. Um, maybe they were just trying to. I mean, this was this is very much this is Arnold Murin's first first season. What I remember about this, yeah, just after Christmas, and um, it was I think it was the first year I started work, and I, I worked out at Brighton. This is where it's getting to because it started to snow later that game in the game, it started yeah. like snow flurries. And it literally snowed until middle of January. I mean, I remember I used to work at Fison's out at Bramford back then, and um, well, it, did, it didn't stop. But, but, but honestly, yeah. honestly, it didn't stop. And within the coming weeks, snow yeah. started then and off and on for days, literally. And I remember like the village of Bramford being cut off for like three days. Honestly, it's ridiculous. Um, and I, I think if you look back, I think we may have played, we may have played a cup game perhaps. Two, there was a break in it two, two or three weeks later, but. Yeah, we didn't probably play another league game pretty much towards the end of January after then. I remember it quite well. Um, but, you know, you just go through the scorers. So Osman opens a scoring, um, 23. Murin scores a couple of goals this this this, um, this game. He's, he's, one of them was a cracker. He's, one of them, though, was one where he goes to kick the ball and I think a Chelsea defender kicks the ball and it sort of hits him on the shin That's right, that was... and swerves in from about 20 yards. That was in the in the twenty fifth minute. That was his first to, goal. To put his tune up, and that was his first goal at Portman Road. And, and between ah. um, before um, uh, Russell Osman's goal, Butcher had also hit the hit the bar. I right, think Muren yeah. had, had set him up. Yeah, but yeah, such a lucky goal. Walkie as, as he would would have done around that time. Scores. What you know, weighs in thirty fifth minute. So we, yeah. we go in at half time three nil up, and then you know what I love about putting together this pod is. Finding old games and different things old on YouTube games. and stuff. And this is on here. And Murin scored his second to put us 4 0 up. And, well, you explained the goal. It's just fantastic. Well, well Murin's goal. Yeah. I think it's almost. Pa- I can't remember that well. I remember Mariners a lot better. Murin sort of like passes it in, doesn't he? Yeah. It's just a just the move play is just for brilliant. Except, yeah. The move's brilliant. Mariners, I remember, sort of falls to him outside the box. And he hits a swerving volley in the far corner, doesn't he? It's a yeah, ridiculously fantastic. good goal. Makes a really good, how I say, a really good shape and sort of, yeah, bends it in the far corner. Absolutely brilliant. And what I do remember about this goal, I think you'll find, if you look back at the Chelsea team, I stack could probably yeah. could, um, they still had some some of their old classic players playing. I think I think you'll find Chopper Harris probably 
were still playing for Chelsea yeah. that day. Charlie Cook may have even still been playing for Chelsea. So some of their sort of greats, as it were, from the seventies, perhaps still playing. Tell, tell me about Charlie Cook. It's a name that you've said, and it's not really. Ch- so Charlie Cook was a Scottish international, out and out right winger, really close ball control. You know, hugged the right touch line. And like I said, part of the Chelsea side that that won the um, that won the cup in seventy and. Did they win the cup? Win his cup in seventy one, I think. Yeah, so it was like, yeah, um, he would have played. So he was he was the creator of the goals for Peter Osgood. He was like the king of Stamford Bridge when he Osgood yeah. was good. Um, Do you know who scored for Chelsea? And given that mentioned think, their, I, fun... th- I think it was a guy called Tommy Langley. I think scored. Do you for remember Chelsea. the goal? It was, a, it was a mistake by It was Cooper. a mistake. Cooper, you almost dropped. Yeah, mistake. Cooper gets caught out, and I think you know, almost walked the ball in. I yeah. don't remember. I, I think, think it was. Did, Tommy he, did he roll it out to him or something? It, 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 was, it, was, of... it was a weird soft goal, yeah. yeah. Like, and I think, I'm pretty sure we could have been 5 0 up as well. So it was, you know, Robson wouldn't have been happy because it would have been a nice 5 0 clean sheet. You know, it would have been a sort of one in that got a bit of a rocket for. Do you know what I mean? Just, just careless sort of play. But that was the, you know, 5 1. That was when we were just starting to 78, 79, later that season. Obviously, in a couple of months' time, we were going to sign. Franz Tyson. So the sort of team was starting to evolve then, really. And Tyson was obviously a better player than Well, here's the thing. That's why we signed Tyson. So here's the thing. Going back to the weather, if you remember this, it's in the game changes. Yeah. But we signed Tyson because right, yeah. the weather was so bad yeah. in Holland. They had the worst snow. Yeah. And obviously just the other side of the North Sea. But um, FC 20, I think we... Did you get him from 20? I yeah. believe we did. Um, had so many games called off. They had no revenue coming in. Had to sell a player. And that's how we got Tyson for, what, 200,000? Yeah. Mate, yeah, well, we've got about that, and we signed Muren, like you say, for for one hundred and fifty thousand. <laughs> it's almost is... as good as Wag on a Garner, isn't it? <laughs> probably. By comparison, he's comparable, probably. Yeah, I mean, if I, mean, I, I don't, I don't quite think they'll. Well, I might be wrong. I don't quite think they'll turn out to have the same impact as uh, Arnie and Franz. But Can you hey, not see a game changers book in the in the future. <laughs> I'm fairly certain if I went on Twitter now and said who's the best player, and I had Arnold Muren or Martin Waghorn. Oh, shut up, Martin man. Waghorn would get quite a few. Yes, he would. But yeah. we know we know about your the, we know the, about your polls. The younger generation they yeah. kind of infiltrated. Anyway, yeah. that was game twenty two. Uh, yeah, I loved it. Um, we found ourselves in thirteenth spot. Yep. With 19 points, you know, like a 78, 79 wasn't a, wasn't a great start, you know, was it the Buster. hangover from the... Well, the I cup? think so, I think, and don't you remember, so 78, so we'd signed Muren at the start of the year, and it, we were just really becoming accustomed to playing the ball yeah. through Muren, you know, Tolbert, maybe one of his, like, had he gone by then, or had gone by then, or just about to go, yeah. like I said, we signed Tyson, and then that's when we sort of stumbled on the, you know, Brazil, Gates, Mariner up front, you know. We, but we can't even say that season that was a, obviously we were playing in the European Cup Winners' Cup instead of the, the UEFA Cup. But that shouldn't have been a distraction for us this season. Do you think no, it really no. was the introduction of new players? Yes, it stuff? was. Yeah, it was just a very much, you know, so what it was, it was the breakup of the great cup final side and the, the forming of the UEFA Cup yeah. side, you know, and the, you know, challenging, uh, yeah, challenging for the league. I mean, I think we had a really good run. We had a pretty good run in the Cup Winners' Cup. Obviously, lost to Barcelona. I think we lost Hans Crankle. I remember scoring at Portman Road, Austrian player. Um, yeah. Later on, we had a, we defended the cup pretty well. Obviously, lost stupid usual Dalglish stupid goal at Ipswich. You know, ridiculously good yeah. goal, one uh, 0 in the quarter final. I think I think that was a good week. I believe we lost to Liverpool in March in the quarter final. Same week as we played Barcelona at home in the Cup Winners' Cup. Might have been quarter final, probably all fourth round, something like that. So yeah, it's still amazing times. But yeah, like I said, that was the team that was then starting to evolve. Do you, do you think we're going to beat Chelsea five one at any point in the future? No, 
No, no, okay. probably no, not in our. I hate to say it, stat. Not in my life. You're a bit younger than me. Not in my lifetime, but hey, might be in well, yours. As long as you at least last. I see. Maybe, mate. Hey, you know, maybe eighteen months time. Ghana, mm. a Ghana two, and a Waghorn oh, triple. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, you've got me getting a bit, you know, assisted misty-eyed. by assisted by um, the recently um, fulling in debut of Andre Dizel, assisted oh. by him. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's so, hope. Let's hope. Throw the number one at me. Um, the number one, oh, it's, yeah, well, again, it's another one. I think we, we, we did the other week, we did, um, um, Whitney Houston, it was another one that was a fairly lengthy number one. I believe it's Boney M, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Mary's Boy Child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rivers of Babylon. No, that wouldn't have been a B-side, Rivers of Babylon. No, it must have been a, a Mary's Boy Child. Yeah. You know what shocked me about this? Yeah. Who was at number two? See, and this, this is the difference between me and you, Dave, is that you just look at the number one and you don't do any more research. I'm very good at this, though. Number yeah. two, I'll tell you what. I was shocked okay. who was at number two, that go. it was never number one. I'll tell you who's Mary, okay, I'll tell you who Mary, Boy, Mary Boychild knocked off the top, and it's a corker in December 78. They would have knocked Rat Trap by the Boomtown Rats Ooh. off number one. I'm pretty sure because I've got the album, Tonic yeah. for the Troops. Remember getting it that Christmas. And you've been caught. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, never you know, he, he yeah. never realised that um, Bob Geldof could get a tune out of a candelabra, but yeah. you can apparently. Um, no, give me a clue. What was it? Give me a clue. Um, some young men would like to stay there. Oh. Oh, was it really? Yeah. Was it really people? Yeah. Get out. Never got to number one. No, it was at number two. YMCA. So, wow, well, there you go. Well, that's it. It's a bit of a Vienna Joe. Joe Dalton, not quite, no. Because Mary's and what I like is that director Ian has got a little camera that he's got trained on me. He's, he's doing a dance, so yeah, <laughs> just for him, just for you. I've got to be careful that I don't hit my tins. Or, and as and I, I, bet, I bet he's got the the vinyl album out there. Oh, he's, he's got to be out piping there. that through yeah, here yeah. later. But yeah, Mary's Boy Child and YMCA, beautiful. beautiful. So we're now going to go to we've, we've gone into the new year. Oh, so I, we I, have. I feel oh. that we should sort of cross our arms and. Yep. Do a bit of that. Happy New Year to you. Old acquaintance be forgotten. Do you know all the words to that? No. No. I never brought to mind. And then some people turn it into the Okie Koki, which is what I like. Of course they do. Freestyle. (laughs) Yeah, I love that. Freestyle I'm going to do do some of the old sort of snake and body (laughs) popping and stuff like that. Um, You are the renegade Second of the first, or or January as you want to call it, 1995. So George Burley's in charge. It's that wonderful 1994-95 season. Christ. In the Premier League, we're playing... On a Monday. Do you know what? I've no rec- I've no real recollection of this game. I think that season was so bad. Everything other than the Liverpool away game is erased yeah. from me. Well, interesting you say that. Oh, and the Man United home one. So uh, Leicester were managed by Mark McGee. Bloody he, he had some clubs at some point. Never didn't he? would have said that. Yeah. Mark McGee. Is he? I don't know if he's still managing now. I mean, he certainly he certainly managed. He certainly managed. He certainly played in the great Aberdeen side yeah. with Strachan, who knocked Ipswich out of the that's right uh, um, UEFA Cup. Um, and he certainly managed Aberdeen, but yeah, if you I, I would never have got that in a Mark million McGee. years. But, anyway, yeah. um, so what was happening in this game is that we were twenty uh, first, I think. Uh, so that was <laughs> second <laughs> bottom. Because yeah. just to let you know, there were twenty two t- twenty. Yeah, there were 22 teams in the Premier League that season, yeah. I mean, once were. we, you'd, you'd know this, once we hit the bottom three that season, we, we surely never got out of it, did we? No. I mean, we, we were relegated on the 14th of April, 95, <laughs> I think. We were we, we were done and dusted. But th- this yeah. game, Leicester were bottom, yeah. uh, 22nd. We were 21st because that was the season, <coughs> excuse me, that was the season where four teams yeah, were going to get what relegated. What there? I think they were trying to bring the league down to... 
down to 20. Uh, okay. So four teams went up. And I want to say... I want to say... That only two went up. One automatic well, that would, and then second to that would be it if that yeah. was the way. That was the season. I didn't realise that. Anyway, uh, Chris Kawamia scored. 34th minute. Wow. Do you remember his celebration? He did a little. He did a silly little dance, didn't he? He loved that little dance, didn't he? he? Did a dance and then he did like a do a little Superman. Dance. Oh he yes, he did. Did, did that, he and did he sort of like he yeah. sort of t- to attention. Almost. Well, what I like about this goal was that um, the ball is going forward from from Leicester, and David Linegan sort of Intercepts. marauds into the into the centre circle, always on the centre spot. Wins a tackle, ball goes through to Kwame, and he has is a rising shot. It was a great goal. Uh, then it's what what's uh, I don't know what yeah it's four yeah. I suddenly thought the score was totally different. Ignore me there. That's what normally happens in my mind. So, second half, um, Leicester equalised in the 53rd minute. Claridge? No, oh, you, oh, no, I'm worse. Yeah. You and Roberts, I've just seen you that. You and Roberts. Do you know yeah. a funny thing about you and Roberts? Got no teeth? Yeah. And there's another funny t- thing. So, my um, oh. my niece, oh. who um, was an uh, Ipswich fan, and then ended up moving to Brundle, um, became friends with his daughter. Oh. Brundle is in Norfolk for yeah, those geographically yeah, thank challenged you, out there. Do you remember who the former owner of Norwich City was? Robert what? Chase. Robert Chase, yeah. So if your surname was Roberts, what would you not want to call your daughter? Chase? Yeah. And he called her Chase, didn't Chase he? Chase Roberts. He's a bit of a when I, I was like, creep. What are you? Yeah. Creep. Chase Roberts. Um, so where are we? Yeah, so uh, Chase Roberts' dad uh, equalised for, for Leicester in the 53rd minute. And then Roberts' dad. This lad, Adam Tanner. Oh, we've spoken about him before, haven't yep. we? Poor Adam. Um, what a player. Low, was it a sort of low shot? Yeah, it was a what have I got? It was a twenty-five yard strike from the lad from Molden. I put down. This was his debut as well. I think. It yes, was. it was. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. Came, I think there was a, a a couple of passes from the the left hand side. I want to say the left hand side from uh, from in front of the the cobbled stand, and it came out to him, and he and he hit that. And like you say, 25 yards, hard one. and low. Yeah, good 56 strike. minutes puts 2-1 up. Kawamia scored his um, second on the 62nd minute. Hilarious, really. Uh, Leicester are, are kind of pushing <laughs> forward. He's about 15 yards behind their back line of defence. No one looks, do no, they? they yeah. turn round, yeah. play the ball back to the keeper. Oh, I forgot so, about yeah. him. Yeah, Leicester keeper, not sure who that would have been back in 95. But um, American? Casey oh, Keller. Casey Keller, yeah, that's a good shout. Oh, I've, got, yeah. I've got a goalkeeper. Like, yeah. I've got a goalkeeper. Well, you might not be right, but that's a good shout. <laughs> I love that. That's right in my mind. And but he lobbed him from from twenty yards out, and then Frank Yallop uh, in the seventy third rare minute, goal, Frankie, yeah, a header from about one yard. Oh out. no, disappointing. Frank usually comes yeah. up with Tottenham he and Man blasters. Yeah, he, he, remember um, remember the other week when my microphone was really really low. Oh yeah. Well, that's what the defender was kind of like. He was fairly low on the line, and, and Frank just clambered over him a little bit to to put it four one. And I will tell you what, the thing that I noticed about this, and if, again, if you go back and look at some of the old DVDs and stuff, Steve Sedgley's playing for this team, and he's looking at um, some of the, you know, he, he's celebrating. And what I've noticed is that every time he gets involved in a celebration. He's trying to injure one of our players. <laughs> He's like jumping on their backs when they're laying on the ground. He seems to be kneeling over, in the over car. aggressive yeah. celebration. He's just getting a bit carried away. But yeah, that that stood out. So this was game twenty three. We were in twenty uh, first place, sixteen points. Leicester remained bottom. Four teams got relegated that season, and the four teams were in order: Crystal Palace, them oh. up, oh, them up the road. Leicester and then us. And do you remember I, that, yeah. that season? We were the only real nugget of joy that season was 
that towards the end of the season, the last game, Norris we got found out that Norwich got relegated, yeah. didn't they? God, they had a fall from grace, didn't they? Because a couple of seasons before, we've spoken about it before. Yeah. I mean, they were clear at the top. Yeah. Do you know? I didn't. Well, they actually, had a. Phone let's face call. it. A couple of seasons before. Yeah. Did they not beat some German team? And the, the, the actual not German just... manager received a call on 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 <laughs> the end of this season to say. Uh, you know, clearly his um, PA was German, and she was like, "Mr. I don't know what his name was. Um, let's go for something stereotypical, Mr. Hans." She said, uh, "Mr. Hans, yeah, the the Norwich City they have got relegated." And he was like, "Impossible! The only English team to I don't know he's turned into Italian, <laughs> Italian, yeah." But I'm rubbish at impressions. But yeah, he was just completely shocked. What do you say? No, I'm not, not going to get yeah. into that. No, so no, no. Um, we all got relegated. So uh, let's move on to on, notable go, birthdays. Give us some birthdays. Here we got stuff. Here we right. got some good old birthdays. On the thirtieth of December. Yeah, he's going to be fifty-five. I bet not many people might might not know people I've heard of this guy because he's Irvin Gernon. Uh, Irvin Gernon. So Irvin Gernon, um, he's my age. Bloody hell. Yeah. He, um, I didn't realise he played so many games. Eighty-eight games. He really broke through in Ferguson's first season. So Robson had gone to um, obviously England. Eighty-two. Yeah. Um, uh, um, yeah, um, yeah, close season of nineteen eighty-two, eighty-three, and um. Unbelievably, probably mid, not even midway through, yeah, getting into that season, sort of October time, um, Bobby Ferguson decides to sell Mick Mills. <laughs> as you um, do, yeah. As you do, who, um, yeah, and that was, I mean, that was when the, the, the team really started to sort of fall apart then, really. I mean, Moon had gone in the close season. Anyway, he decided for, I don't know, I think he felt perhaps that Mick Mills had too much influence and he wanted he played to... played over 100 games, I think, for yeah. Southampton when he went there. Oh, Southampton finished runners-up and stuff, yeah. mate. I yeah. mean, he could, he could have been easy at 850 appearances for oh, us. Oh, well, yeah. comfortably, yeah. comfortably. Um, and I think also, controversially, Robson had left Mills out of the England squad after that World Cup. Yeah, that's right, I mean, yeah. He'd captained England in the World Cup. So I guess he must have been... He was To be fair, he's in his 30s. I guess he must have been... 32. Somebody, anyway, we're talking about Gernon. So Gernon came through. Yeah. Um, Burley was obviously established still. He had a two or three scenes still left at right back. And Gernon came through primarily to play at left back. I remember him being tall. Yeah, primarily left footed, I think, could play. <clears throat> Initially, like I said, came in to play left back. Could, could, could easily yeah. still play. England um, on the 21 international. Yeah, yeah, could, well. e- could easily play um, left centre back. But obviously, again, for another couple of seasons, it was still Osman and Butcher who were pretty much um, nailed on there. But yeah, good, good, steady play. I think, I think I'm right. I believe he went to Gillingham. Yeah, left in '86 to to go to Gillingham. Yeah. Now, what I want to know is, is he the only Ipswich player, or the no. only player to play for Ipswich, who's kind of got a rhyming name, Irvin Gernon? Uh, uh, can you uh, think of any other time player? If you listen to this, I'm uh, sorry that this has got in your in your head, but you're going to go around all day thinking there must be another player who's yeah, first it's gonna, and surname. It's going to come to me. I'm going to be thinking yeah. of it all, and I'm going to text you at some ridiculous hour of the Her, morning. Hurley Burley. Hurley uh, Burley, yeah. yeah it's gonna, there is yeah. another, but Irvin Gernon. Irvin Gernon. Now, on the 31st, New Year's Eve, <clears throat> at Amir Karic. Yeah, never really, never really happened for him, did it? 44. Well, when you say it never really happened for him, um, he made three sub appearances for us. Yeah, it never um, really happened. He was he was dubbed the Slovenian Stevie G, and um, we signed him from Maribor for seven hundred thousand um, pounds. And he'd previously played in the Euros, I think, in two thousand, mm. and in in the World Cup in two thousand and two for Slovenia. I, just don't, I mean, we hardly ever saw him. I remember no. him being sort of left sided, stocky. Stocky, sort of left-sided oh, player. I didn't want to meet him in a dark alley. No, he looked like he could take care of himself. Oh, certainly. Again, we never... I mean, did he get injured while he's with us? I can't... To be honest with you, 
you know, sometimes when I'm putting these together, I kind of run out of time. Or the wife said, "Have you walked that dog yet? Or yeah. dogs yet? Or have you so, got oh no, I've got, yeah. I've got at least ten yeah. more minutes to do on yeah. Amir Carriage. Come on, give us a break." I know he went to Palace on loan, <laughs> but for whatever reason, I'm, yeah, but... I'm not. There's no. It's disappeared off the yeah. face. Yeah, he's just. I reckon that he got there. And... It's not another. He hasn't. It's not another thing we can't report. He hasn't. He didn't have an no. indiscretion while he's at Portman no. Road, did he? He's got, oh, no, I'm he's sure got, he did. He's got an unfortunate surname, which I'm not. I'm not going to mention. What Carriage? Um, yeah, I'll tell you. But it's just not a nice name. I don't know why you'd even call somebody that name, but yeah, he, he had that. Um, so he's 44 on the 31st. Um, surprising when you see that on the 2nd of January, Jason DeVos is 43. He's a year younger than Amir Carriage. Yeah. And it, it, my, my, my head's gone when I saw that. You know, I just thought that DeVos probably. Retired was far too early. Yeah. Must have. Um, he made 100. I, don't, I think he retired with us, didn't he? He didn't play anymore. Did he go yeah. to Canada and play? I'm not sure. I think he. Yeah. I think he totally retired. He must have been about 30, 35? Yeah, 179 appearances, eleven oh, yeah. goals. He was our skipper. Came over Bloody. from Ontario. Yeah. Um, and he initially, I think, was playing in Scotland for Dundee yeah. United. Yeah, one of them. Um, yeah. Went yeah. went to Wigan. Talking about that, just changing yeah. the subject totally. As we like to go off piste, saw Berra have a very good game for Hearts yesterday, as they yeah. dicked all over Celtic and ended their. Uh, their run, didn't they? Anyway, we digress. Yeah, that's Go good, on. and that, that's ended the continuity thing that we... Yep. That we... <laughs> <laughs> These so, things, see what happens to me? You... These things spring to my head. I thought, I've got to mention what, that. What we, mention ne- what we need to do, obviously, because this one was between the 27th and 2nd of January, yeah. and, and, and we're, we're too busy. We will be drinking Baileys, won't we? So we, we can I don't do like it. Do I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll be drinking it. Yeah, I know you will. I don't so like it. So he was at Wigan, yeah. um, and they must have been... Jewel oh, was still there. Yeah. Could have been. Yeah. Um, we signed him on a free transfer. Great sign. And what a sign. Yeah. He was he Immense. was solid. Um better than Chambers. I mean, fair play to Wigan, because I mean Wigan, as we said, um, I think we said last week that he was in I'm sure he was playing for us um when yeah. that, so the season Wigan got promoted. So I suppose fair play to Jewel. You know, Jewel must have seen DeVos, maybe it was a would he have been a big I don't know, probably yeah. not if he came to us. But obviously replaced him with I can't quite remember at this moment in time. But you know, um, but they still although he was playing for us that season two thousand four five when he came to us. You know he, um, you know one hundred and seventy nine games. He was just a great player, wasn't he? He was consistent, always always there. Um, replaced probably ultimately replaced by McCauley, wasn't he? Yeah, he's now a Canadian football pundit. Yeah, or he's a pundit on Canadian football pundit on Canadian TV. I don't think he just focuses on. Don't know what he does over there. Does he watch English I think, games? I think or? He's, he's, well, he's he's in the media. Yeah, he's in the media. Yeah, he, no. he's on Twitter. Love so him. make sure. I think it's at Jason DeVos. So that's quite a good name for him to come up with for his own. Um, on the second of January, if you're bored, you know, you've just got New Year's Day out of the way, then um, send your best birthday wishes to DeVos. JDV. Yeah, JDV. I've, J- never, I've never even thought of him as JDV. JDV. Yeah, JDV, mate. I tell you what, if he played in the Premier League for Chelsea or Man City, he would be JDV. Oh, yeah, that bunny yeah. shit. Yeah, that's brilliant, mate. Really Cheers, enjoyed mate. that. Enjoyed that this week. Hope you out there enjoyed it. If you remember any of the events we talk about or have any suggestions, then let us know on social media. Um, at Blue Monday ITFC, at David Diamond 3, stat, gone, you say it. At Chompex 3. Everyone knows that. And don't forget to hit follow on there and like at facebook.com slash Blue Monday ITFC. Ben and myself, or no, sorry, I do this every week or most weeks. Ben will be here with the next show, which is a preview show on Friday. I'll be back on the flagship show, difficult, with Ben on Monday, which will feature stats, um, usually brilliant stat of the week. 
And with any luck, we'll be back with more nostalgia this time next week. I guess we can say Happy New Year at this stage, can't we? Can Happy we? New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, everybody. Cheers, Dave. Cheers, matey. TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping. But in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.